Let's hit the Hurricanes camp now, and we go to the first five-eighth, filling in for Bowden Barrett, from what I can gather, is spending his entire time at Cape Kidnappers hitting a golf ball, and why wouldn't you? James Marshall is our man, though. He finds himself in that 10 jumper for the game on Friday night up against Hawaris, and he joins the program now. Uh, James, welcome. I suppose, first off, I've got to ask, how much game time have you actually had of recent times? You've been almost invisible, haven't you? Yeah, well, I didn't get off the bench in the weekend, which was a little bit disappointing, and... Um Round one was probably the worst where I came on for two minutes and dislocated my shoulder and I thought it was probably season over after that but um, had some good news and didn't need surgery so rehabbed that and um, came back for the Sunwolves game which was about four games ago and had a couple of 20-minute stints from there. So how do you feel as far as preparedness goes for a role like this because you're essentially you're pretty damn fresh, aren't you? Yeah, pretty fresh, ready to go. Looking forward to it. I'm pretty excited. It's been a good training week this week, which is what I feel like I've needed because when you're on the bench, you don't actually get that much time running at 10 or whatever position you're covering, especially when I'm mainly covering fullback usually. So it's been good to have a week at training, running at 10 and um, just getting my head around things. So what what does Plumtree want out of you? What has been your direct instruction when you fill the boots of a pretty handy player, to be fair, James? No disrespect to you, but Bowden's not that bad, is he? Yeah, no, well, he's the best player in the world, and um, I'm certainly not going to go out there and try and be him because um, <laughs> that won't work. But um, Plum hasn't really given me instructions. He, he knows how I play, and um, my role is just to drive the team around, make good decisions, and um, we've got enough X-Factor players in the team that I don't actually need to be that exact player. Um, I can leave that up to the other guys and um, just sort of get the guys around the t- uh, field and the right, put them in the right positions, really. Yeah, and one of those X-Factor players is still playing, but he's in the in the trunk now, isn't he? He's gone from open side to, to number eight in the form of Adi Savio. You could play him at fullback, play him at... It wouldn't matter, really, would it? The form he's in at the moment is get him on the park. Yeah, as long as he's on the field, he's, he's going to create something. He, he's a freak at the moment. He's... I'd say he's in the form of his life, and he's um, yeah, he's he's been playing really well. I'm looking forward to him going around at number eight. Could be a good World Cup option too. Yeah, we'd like to think so. Going back to last week in that game against the Blues, you got to feel sorry for the Blues. I and mean, they were just constantly on attack, but they just could not get through. So, from a, a Hurricanes point of view, you must be ultimately satisfied with the defensive effort that you blokes put in, even though you weren't involved. I mean, you were shouting from the sideline. I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, but to be honest, we, we planned for that. We knew exactly that. We pretty much knew that game was going to go like that. The Blues kick the least in the comp, so we knew that they were going to have the ball for the majority of the game, and we we just had to back our D, and um, when they do make mistakes, they often are quite loose on that turnover play, so I think we scored a couple of tries off those turnovers, and effectively that won us the game. It's it's limited opportunity making the most of the opportunity. It really lets air out of balloons or, or tyres, doesn't it? You can see the looks on the Blues players' faces like, no, we've done all this work, and off he goes. Devastating. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the thing. When you when you want to play as much rugby as they do, that's the sort of risk that they take, that when they do create that turnover, there's often not a lot of energy left. That um, Those next few phases are pretty vulnerable. How much did you plan, James Marshall, previously for TJ Perinara to never shut up? Was that all part of your game plan as well? <laughs> he was born like that, I think. He's been doing that since he was about 18. I, I remember him coming into the environment and he was he was similar. So um, he's just got a lot worse with age as well.
Yeah, it's it's borderline what he does. I'm talking it from a fat, from a blues perspective, maybe the way he interrupts, the way he gets, and the way where he clones. But I suppose that's the nature of the game. You push the boundary as far as until it breaks. I suppose, James. He knows the laws really well, so um, I, I, he backs himself. He backs his knowledge of the rule of the game. Um, he's constantly talking to the refs, asking them questions. Is this okay? So um, he's very good at what he does, and and that's why he gets away with it. And your relationship with him as far as a, a nine ten pivot, how does that operate? Yeah, just the same as anyone, really. He, he's he's really um, good at controlling a game, so um, we'll try and just work together and make sure we manage the game, manage the game well, and make sure we're pulling the right calls at the right time. And um, no, he's he's a he's the ultimate competitor, so he's um, obviously really good to work with. You talked before, James Marshall, about your plans moving ahead with the Blues, knowing what they were going to do. What, what do we know about Hikwari's and what they're going to bring to the party? Because they're not easy beats by any stretch, are they? No, they're a very underrated side to the general public. I mean, a lot of people don't watch their games, to be fair. So um, I guess a lot of people don't know much about them, but they're actually a very good rugby team. They're, it's basically an international team, and um, they're playing some really good footy. And um, I, I mentioned that the Blues kicked... The least in the comp, well, Haguari's kicked the most, so um, complete opposite this weekend. We should have a lot more ball to play with, and it's just um, how we manage that and how much we want to play with it. Were you surprised last week with the Blues and their option taken toward the end where they where they insisted on carrying on, trying to rumble the ball over as opposed to maybe take pot shots and pick it up in, in, in threes? Was, was that surprising to you, James? Um, no, it's hard to comment on what their plan was or anything like that. Uh, they obviously backed this themselves at scrum time and they were getting a little bit of reward there just enough to sort of keep them go- get them to keep going there and um, it didn't work out in the end but um, I guess that was up to them and that was their call at the time so it was sort of hard to um, comment on it when you're not in the environment but um, I was, let's just say I was glad that they did <laughs> <laughs> And what about yourself sitting on the bench going go and give us a run, go and give us a run go and give us a run and you're like oh, when did you work out that Plum wasn't going to point you in uh, we we usually chat about it on the bench, like when it when it gets pretty close, uh, you know your chances are getting pretty slim. <laughs> and then there's always one guy usually left on the bench just because of injuries. So as soon as the other two went on with about five minutes to go, I knew <laughs> I knew my night was done and start preparing for the conditioning afterwards. Right, but now you got your shot, you got your opportunity this week, and you're going to take that. I'm presuming with both hands at full pace. Yeah, hopefully. Well, that's the plan, and um, I mean, I'm not sure. We've got to buy next the week after, and then we're off to Africa. So, um, yeah, it's a massive opportunity for me this weekend, and just to, I guess, give the coaches a bit more confidence that if something happens to Bodie down the home stretch, that that we're going to be all right. And finally, and thanks very much for your time, James Marshall. As far as things from or aspects of the game that. Plum wasn't happy with last week that he'd like to see you improve this week would be? Um, well, he was pretty happy considering how little ball we had and there's some areas of our D which um, got exposed a little bit but our scramble D was really good so most of our negatives had a pos- positive attach to them so um, it's going to be a completely different game this weekend like I said we'll have a lot more chance to attack so um, we've had a big focus on our um, attacking shape and 
ways to manipulate their, their day. Yeah, well, one thing will stay the same. TJ Perinato won't shut up. With that, we can be assured. Take some plugs, mate, and enjoy your time out there in the paddock. 7.30 <laughs> on a, uh, what are we, on a Friday night up against Hakuari's. James Marshall, thanks for your time. Hey, cheers. Appreciate it.